Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from an inmate at New York State Department of Corrections and Community Supervision. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1. You may start the conversation now. My name is John J. Lennon, contributor for Esquire magazine and the Marshall Project. I'm locked up for selling drugs and committing murder. Been in prison 18 years so far. Got about 10 more to go. New York State prison system identifies me as DIN number 04A0823. So I'm a writer and I'm a prisoner. And this is a collect call from Sing Sing. On this episode, we'll be talking to a young man who grew up with his father in prison serving time for murder. Growing up without a father leaves you wanting and needing and curious. When I was old enough to learn that I didn't have a father, my mom told me he left when I was much younger. I had so many questions. Then when I was, I was 10 or 11, I learned my father had killed himself and that crushed me. I had a void after that. And I have to be careful with that because some people will misconstrue my words and suggest that I'm saying I became a criminal because I didn't have a father. That's not what I'm saying. But it's tough to grow up with a father in prison. And there are almost two million kids with a parent involved in the system. Research shows that uh, these kids are five times more likely to wind up in prison than their peers. What's more, half of the juveniles locked up in this nation have a parent who's locked up. A part of me is glad I didn't have any kids before I came to prison, but plenty of my parents do. And I've heard them over the years trying to parent from prison, heard their stress, their fears. I've seen those fears play out, father and son in the same prison even. That's why this story inspired me. So back in 1999, Joshua Mitchell was three when his father got arrested for murder in the Flatbush section of Brooklyn. Joshua is now 24, the same age his father was when he went away from murder, but instead of chasing money in the fast life like his father was, Joshua was chasing his dreams in the music game. Rohan Mitchell, Joshua's father, that's his name, is today here with me in Sing Sing. We live on the same tier. He's currently taking classes in Mercy College, and sometimes he stops at my cell and we kick it about our family. He let me listen to Joshua's music. In New York prisons, we recently were issued these tablets. Friends and families can send 30-second videos with sound. So that's how I heard Joshua's music. And it really moved me. So Joshua, first of all, <laughs> was a bit of a long-winded intro there, but sometimes you know you got to contextualize with, this, with these episodes. You're about welcome to, uh, this is a collect call from Sing Sing. PVO, PVO, what's going on? What's going on, Josh? All right, yeah, welcome. So, so let's, so, um, so, so tell me. That was about, a, uh, that was a beautiful introduction. That's PVO. Uh, thank you, man. Uh, so, so you released your first album independently, and it's on Spotify now. It's called uh, Jack Morris, signed, sealed, and delivered. And so I guess I should call you. So I mean, you got. What are you gonna do now? You're you're on your way to start. I mean, you got to go by Jack Morris or Joshua. Like, what's the deal? What, what should I call you? I mean, I go by Jack Morris. You know, like you know, uh, you know, people I know. You know, like people like family. You know, say they might call me. You know, but you know, uh, people might call me Mr. PVO, but I go by Jack Morris. You know, uh, that's my that. 
that's the that's my likes. That's my main. So, we'll, so we'll roll with that then uh, throughout this interview. But uh, we got the intimate uh, stuff. Uh, put that out there. So so let's listen to a track called Cold Heart. This was the track that sort of moved me when it was when uh, when Jack Morris's father came and and uh, let me listen to his son's album. And we listen. I listened to it in thirty minute clips. So uh, let's hear a bit of Cold Heart from Jack Morris's Signed, Sealed, and Delivered. See, my heart been cold since a youngin' from a young child. To my pops when I was three and now I'm grown out. Can't let my mama lose me to the system that's not going down. Let's fast forward, look around, these shows sold out. I remember I was down bad. I stopped, couldn't count cash. Take a fall and I bounce back. Real was you and I found that you was playing the crib, we was out back. Battling combat. Get half the contact, we ain't signing no contracts, yeah, no more. Hard times, ain't no food on the shelves in my home. At the time, a nigga needed you most. You was gone. Made a pledge, I had to... So, Joshua, I guess... So, I, I love rap that tells a story, right? And this track tells the major conflict of your life. You said, see, my heart's been cold since I was a youngin'. Took my pop when I was three, and now I'm grown. I'm wondering, how long did it take you to, to write and record this track? Or was this like, did it just flow? All right, so this was like, uh, you know, we just went in the booth. We, uh, we, you know, the hook. I was in, the, I was in the car, you know, and I was, we was, I was vibing, and came up with the hook. Uh, that's usually my formula. I come up with the hook. I hit the booth, and I just like, I just like free, I just free, freestyle from there. Kind of put it together from there. Like and most of the time, it's heartfelt. I feel like the music, you know, translates better that way. Yeah, so you uh so this is not so you didn't so this is not something like pen and pad you had going into the booth because this is like your story. I mean, you grew up with these families, so like you know them. Yeah, that's why it's, that's why the pen and pad not really even necessary because it's all real. It's all coming from you know a real place, so it's just it just flow from from the heart. Another verse that touched me. I don't know if this is the hook. This is your language here, but can't let my mama lose me to the system. That's not going down. That's the hook. And, like, so you heard me shoot out the statistics. They show that kids who have parents in prison are likely to come to prison themselves. I mean, but it seems intuitively you knew the deck was stacked against you. I mean, that's where that lyric came from. I mean, fair to say? A hundred percent. I already knew the I already knew the odds was against me. I was raised, I was, I was told that growing up, you know, I can't take those footsteps. My pops always told me that, too, you know, like, he was always the example, you know, so I always learned through him. Uh, and another verse you like, uh, hard times ain't no food on the shelves in my home at the time needed you most you was gone made a pledge had to promise myself to be strong what these lyrics tell me i mean is that you obviously loved your father and you you know you felt that that missed him. but at t- at the same time you, you you sort of resented him too for not being there for you when you needed him most i mean is that fair to say no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say that. You know, like there was no resentment towards that. It was just like, you know, certain things. Like, you know, I wanted to do um, with my pops. I really, uh, we couldn't do it together. You know, certain things that dad's supposed to be there to, to do physically with you. He wasn't there, but he was always there verbally. So I never had any resentment towards him because he was always was teaching me. And I know by the by the way he talked to me, if he was out in the streets, I wouldn't have to worry about certain things. I know I'd be good. So I never had that. Yeah. But that's the reality, you know, like, I needed him at certain times, and he, he couldn't be there, not because he didn't want to, so. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's interesting you say that. So, like, a lot of people hear, you know, you know, fathers in prison, and they think, like, they're just not in their son's lives or their daughter's lives. 
Right. And but what you just said, but you you always heard his words. I mean, speak to that for a moment because a lot of people that don't that haven't gone through what you've gone through, they just think like your father's this kid had a father in prison, so he just didn't have a father. But that's not true. Right. They think we disconnected. That's a fact. They think they think you're disconnected. You said, but 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 you but you do feel a connection with your father. Of course, a hundred percent, all the way. It's my dogs. Yeah. No, in Deliverance, you rap about this being a burden on your back. And let's play a bit of Deliverance. Lift my hands and start repenting. Ask the Lord to be forgiven. We've been praying for success. We gotta make it to the bins. Take it back to the beginning. Sent my doggie off the prison. Left this burden on my back. And I've been trying to make a difference. Ended up with all this shit that I ain't asked for. On this life, this road be feeling like a crash course. Got me feeling I need a spiritual bath for. Do away with the niggas that's praying bad for them. Shit, fire how I found this shit out. Why you wanna see me down, see me down, see me down? Wanna see me in the ground, in the ground, in the ground? Why you do me that is fire? And I heard, so in, the, in this track, I heard, you know, I've, before I've, I've heard you refer to him as your dog, and, and you sent, they say you sent my doggy off to prison, left this burden right. on my back, and I've been trying to make a difference. Ended up with all this shit I didn't ask for on this life, this road. Feeling like a crash course. Ended up with all the shit that I ain't asked for. On this life, this road been feeling like a crash course. Got me feeling I need a spiritual bath for. Do away with the niggas that's praying bad for him. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's the lyric to that. Like, and what I meant by that was like, you know, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't ask for none of this that I that I got, and it is a burden, you know, it is a burden. But like, I'm I'm grateful for it because you know, like. You know, I, I learned it, it taught me how to be a man and be there for my brothers and sisters, you know, like and for my mother. So, you know, like I didn't ask for it, but I'm but I'm, I'm doing it. And, you know, we're making the best of it. And you are. How long did this? How long? I mean, you know, you have a lot of people grinding out there, like putting tracks um, like utilizing the Internet. Like Me and your father, we've been locked up 20 years. I'm trying to do this thing from inside, too. I don't even know what the hell is going on with the Internet, but it but it makes you make it do what it do. You could certainly be this independent artist, but how long did it take you to like put together this album? Um, it took about about two a week and a half to two weeks. You know, most of the, I went in. I went in with like, like I said, I was just I was creating like hooks, and when I went into the booth, I just I laid the hooks down and I just was freestyling the verses until we put the verses together, and then we just put the track together. It was um like I said, the the this project was really just just me expressing my expressing myself like you know strictly. Yeah. From the heart, so when a pen and a pad wasn't necessary, it was like mem it's like memoir. This rap, it's like rap memoir. And you, but you, but he should also show me, uh, you know, uh, videos of you when you were like a little kid rapping. Like this is like you've been doing, you've you've been owning a stage since like what? What was your first like performance? You think? I mean, shit, my uh, my. I mean, the first time, first time I was up on a stage, uh, I probably say I was probably like, I mean. Like probably like ten, I can remember being on the stage in front of like the whole football team. Like it was, it was like like a hundred and fifty of them, you know, like people out there. And you know, I rocked it. I sat on the floor. I was beating on the floor. They gave me the mic by the floor. I was rocking it on the floor, you know, banging on my chest. And I was doing this one song, classic session, and I, it was fire. Like after that, uh, uh, a couple people reached out to my mom and was like, that was like a part of the association. It was like, yo, I know people. We could get them in the studio. But my, at the time, my mom, you know, she was afraid of the industry and me being exposed to that. So she kind of like turned away from that opportunity. You know? But like my my pops, like I, I got some, I actually got a, a record with my pops too. Like it's called Fly. You know what I mean? When we was, I was younger, about like three years old, he had me on the mic. You know what I mean? Uh, and 
Uh, it's like something like fly, Joshua, fly. Uh, uh, up, up to the sky, I'm going to be rich, make a lot of chips, and remember Joshua is the prophet or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I put that together. And if you hear, if you actually hear that, I'm on beat, I'm flowing. And my pops kind of exposed me to that because he always had me around him. And he, he was, he like, he had music, man. He loved music. He'd be blasting music in the cars. that I vividly remember this stuff when I was, like, three, being around him, grabbing the mic and, and you know, and, and just flowing and try to, try to, like, patternize his flow. That's where I really got the flow from. Your father was, uh, so you remember when, when you remember moments of him, he was around some, he was around some heavy hitters in the music industry uh, yeah, that's before he went away. That's a fact. And you remember this. I remember like he was, uh, you know, I remember, I remember certain things like, you know, like him being around certain, certain artists like, like Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg and stuff like that. You know, I remember Snoop Dogg picking me up when I was younger, like rubbing me on the head. Like my dad, my dad would always remind me of this story. Like, you know, but I, you know, I have like memories of him like vividly, like of, you know, him picking me up, rubbing me on the head and like telling me like, your nephew, you're going to be a star, you know, as he, as he, as he like lift me up to shoot the basketball, little things like that. Like I remember that. It's a fact. Of this game is uh, this music game. I, you said your mother was concerned about what? What, what, are, what are her concerns, and what, what are your concerns with success? I, you, you rap about success in in several tracks. Uh, you have any concerns with you know the conflict that comes with success? Yeah, I mean, yo, look. I mean, I can't really say. I can't speak on that like that because you we ain't we ain't we ain't hundred percent there yet, but. I know just from getting money in the streets, I know, like, you start to lose friends and you lose certain people because certain people get envious and even you might even lose a girlfriend. You know what I mean? You might even lose a brother. Uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? You you know, you things like that. So I, I, I experienced all of that from um from low-level success and how, you know, you go around certain people. Let me just give you an example. You go around certain people. There's no way you should ever feel like when you're around certain people and you're doing good, you shouldn't feel like when you're around them because they ain't doing as good as you, you don't want to talk about your success. You know, so I've been around that, and I and I and I learned that you know success comes with a comes with a lot of uh, uh, jealousy and 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 it, it got it got its perks and it got its cons. So you know, it's, it come with it. So you're prepping for it. I mean, how much do you think of this game? Is like, is you know, I mean, when I I have a, I'm doing this podcast, you know, I, you know, certainly there's a lot of people that are looking to you know, naked and again, whether it's beats and it's, it's, you know, the rap game spitting and it's like, like, how much you think of, how much you think it's like who, you know, or like just the, just the quality of your work and, or you think it's probably a mixture of both, but what's your take on it? Yeah, I feel like this right here. I feel like, you know, everything is, everything is, 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 is consistency. It's hard work, you know, work ethic, Gonna win at the end of the day. I mean, you got some, you got some trash artists out here. You got some high artists out here doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know why? Like people consider them trash, but you know what? You gotta respect about them trash artists that they call trash. You gotta respect their work ethic, and that's what I respect. Even if you call them trash, I respect the consistency. Because if you all up in my face 24/7, I, I eventually something gonna hit. I'm, I'm gonna like something. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I might go look at all the other shit and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Something nice. So consistency. They just throw it, throw everything against the wall. So I was gonna stick. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I get that, but I mean, I tell you, I tell you, the tracks I heard of you. I mean, I was moved uh, because it told the story, as I said earlier. 
I mean, I hear a lot of stories. You know, dudes are telling stories. Uh, like, you know, we, we hear about, you know, Pop Smoke. And, like, all he's talking about is, uh, I mean, he's just talking about that murder game. And it's just like sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll be honest. Like, sometimes I'm in my cell. And, um, and, and, and you know, the, I'm sure your father explains it to you. That, you know, the, the radios, they bump through the block. And then guys sing along. And then they do the, you know, the I'm just like, oh my fucking god! Huh? Like, you know, like after, you know, it's like a, it's like uh sometimes it's like an anthem to to the shit that we done lived, and it's like, like yeah. I mean, I just and then how he went out, it was just, it was just, I don't know. It was like he, it's like he foretold, he foresaw what his demise would be with his, through his lyrics. I mean, how, how do you feel about it? how do you feel about like you know pumping? that narrative and then you know how it affects i learned that i just learned you know when i used to, you know i've been being around certain people they told me like yo you know watch your words watch the certain shit you say and shit like that watch certain words that come out your mouth because you know you're calling for certain energy and remember this shit is like a uh uh um uh you know some people say a ritual or or it's just you doing it it's redundant you know it's a, it's it's a it's something you do over and over you keep reciting the same thing you know you calling for a certain energy people will say you manifest in a certain uh uh a lifestyle or whatever the case may be, but that's not saying that my boy deserved to go out like that. But you know, like you yeah. call for certain energies, you never know, you know what 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 you're calling for. So you just got to be careful with your choice of words. That's what I learned. Um, being being around certain OGs in the game that that taught me a couple of things about the game. So, yeah, I mean I th- that that's a great way to put it. You do manifest like this uh, certain energy. I mean, I mean, just hearing it sometimes you could just get like you know teeth grinding kind of music. Like you know, for me, sometimes I just get frustrated. You know, I just got you know I think you fall, <laughs> you fall into it. It's just like we've been in here twenty something years, and sometimes it's just head nodding like you know. But I loved your answer, uh, you know, about how you know it, it definitely. Words are so important. As a writer, I, I can appreciate that sentiment, you know. So, man, where do we go from here? Like, uh, you know, like what's 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 next for Jack Morris? I mean, I know you're you're, you're pumping, signed, sealed, and delivered, but how's it going? Uh so right now, uh, you know, I well, it dropped about like what May tenth. Dropped on Mother's Day. That was the gift to my mom. As a matter of fact, that's why I specifically dropped it May tenth. So it's been about like two weeks. I mean, right now we got some all right numbers. Right now we got like what 200,000 streams right now so you know the numbers going up you know the, the the following going up people showing love and support so you know we just we just taking that in right now you know everything PVO what's what, what for, for our listeners that don't know what that what, what does that stand for that's positive vibes only there we go positive vibes only so look I mean my, your father also wanted me to ask you who who, who do you who's your like dream collab like who do you who's your favorite artist artist and who do you who do you want to work with in the future like what yeah i ain't even gonna lie there's a bunch of other people there's a bunch of people that's out there like you know you got kanye you know you got definitely dj khaled i gotta do something with khaled uh uh you got uh nas uh you know jay-z even if he ain't even in the field no more you know definitely you know that'd be big to do something with jigger that'd be that'd be big for me uh Drake, I've been a Drake fan since Degrassi. Like you know, what I'm saying like I love to get on a, a, a track with that with, with with that man. That great, that's greatness in in the, in the um. That'd be greatness yeah. in the me. Uh, you got a uh, right now. You got you know the the young the the young bulls out right now like Favi Favio Foreman uh you know uh, Smooth L. I like those. I like those uh, young cats out right now too. They got the streets going low. TJ, I like these sound. You know like yeah. 
Look, man, you got your your thumb to the pulse, man. Uh, at this at this at this music game, man. I wish you all the best. Honey, after this, after this, I mean, after um, after sound Sound and deliver, really, like, I mean, next month, like next month, you know, stay tuned. You know, we dropping a couple of vids for the project. You know, they gonna need them to stay tuned for that. Uh, all right, absolutely. Man. I want to promote it. And I guess where do you, for for our listeners, uh, where can they cop Jack Morris signed, sealed, and delivered? Right now we on Spotify, we on Deezer, we on Pandora, it's on TikTok. Uh, you know, two months we premiering the videos. Uh, we right. dropping it on, you know, every other platform, every other streaming platform. After that, Apple Music, Tidal, and all that good shit. All right, yo man, it was a pleasure, uh, you know, talking to you, Joshua, aka you know Jack Morris, and uh, yeah. you, know, I wish you all the best. Yo, PBO, John, yo, it was nice. It was, I appreciate you, bro. Uh, thank yeah, you for having really, me. you really, uh, you impressed me, man. You expressed yourself well. Yeah, that's 100, uh, PBO, bro. I, yeah, I really uh, appreciate you coming on, man. All right? I love, bro, PBO. All right, peace. This is a collect call from Sing Sing. It's produced by Jeff DeRay, Kirsten Woodward, and Steve Delamater, with help from Elena Garcia, Jack Greenbaum, and Devin Sherman. Special thanks to Norm Pattis, Peter Morris, Elizabeth Faquet, and Rachel Yanover. Follow John on Twitter at JohnJLennon1 and check out his work at JohnJLennon.org. Get new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. The caller has hung up.